This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be, fashion fit for everybody. The FUPA, that's the FUPA. FUPA. What's yeah. FUPA? That upper pussy area. Oh, yum. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. Lauren, you look so bloody cute. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm good. I'm in my tablecloth, my picnic tablecloth dress. <laughs> <laughs> the pink gingham one. Mate, I'm good, actually. The sun is shining here right now as we record. And I went outside in the outside world Shut twice up. today. Oh, I know. my God. Who are you? I know. I talked to a human. It was delightful. Um, but, Laura, how are you, my dear? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, maybe we've just swapped because I feel like a miserable bitch now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. We need to get to a moment where both of us are like tip top of the world, not yeah, both miserable bitches. I know. Bitches. We're like yin and yang. Uh, no, I'm all right. Just a bit. Uh, no, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just feeling a little bit, a little bit flat. But I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm really. I'm fine. Honestly, I'm, 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 I'm so absolutely fine. Do you know, what? we're going to talk about that outside the podcast, if that's all right, listeners, because I'm going to make sure our law is all doing all right. But what I do want to know with our me. listeners um, is. You've got a little list. <laughs> and it's cute as fuck. <laughs> and she actually hasn't got a list, but it's not even that bad. But tell us about what's happening in your mouth right now. All right. So for anyone wondering, I've got a little bit of a list because I've got Invisalign in. So I'm having some braces in just to give my teeth a little bit of straightening. Um, but yeah, I keep doing that... Which Matt, yeah. Matt is just like, shut up. If you do that sucky in thing one more fucking time... <laughs> but you do Sorry, it Matt. produces a lot more saliva you so you have to yeah i know your pain babes yeah so um yeah if if i do have a lisp today i do apologize um but yeah you hopefully can't even hear it. it won't be too bad <laughs> right so girl we need to debrief about the event that we went to a couple of weeks ago yes so uh spoiler alert we actually pre-recorded this chat with louise uh, and we found out on that day that we were actually going to the same event and we met her in person and she was so lovely wasn't she she is just such a, literally i think she we're all the same person she's exactly the same as us we literally love her we were drinking cocktails we were dancing at this event and it was just it was on the record while we we're recording and i'd watched her instagram story she said about going to an event that night and when i was like are you going to this event she was like yes so we bumped into her outside because we didn't know where we were going and had photos on the street and oh my god should we talk about her being the sweetest and kindest we speak in in the episode about how much we all love Lizzo in terms of just her being unapologetically and wonderfully herself and how much we look to her for confidence boost and you know we joke about the you know what would Lizzo do which we turned into (laughs) what would Laura Louise and Lauren do and then Louise turned up with these bracelets that she'd spent all afternoon making with WWLD on it and honestly Lauren's face lit up like a fucking Christmas tree I thought she's gonna wet herself she's so happy (laughs) I cried in the middle of Soho at a friendship bracelet in the mid-30s like oh it was such a lovely touch though and actually genuinely I will look down on that in the future I will wear it and if I'm ever struggling and wobbling with my confidence then I'm going to look at that bracelet remember that night um and yeah, channel same. my inner lizzo lauren laura louise christ that was hard to say let's get on with the episode <laughs> shall we <laughs> Right, we talk all the time about how much we love Simply Be for their amazing fits. And so much actually goes on behind the scenes to make sure the fit is perfect for real life. Uh, like they do loads of tests and trials on real people to make sure that it's actually going to fit us. I love that. Um, and I can definitely vouch for uh, their fit. I have a few dresses that I would normally be like, I can't wear that. Like, or I wouldn't kind of go to wear that. Like the kind of straight up, straight down dresses. Like I normally go for like an A-line or an Empire line. Um, and I've got so many of their dresses that um, are like t-shirt dresses and things like that that are just just fit beautifully and that, that don't kind of I don't know I always find that if you if it's kind of fits me on the bus sometimes things don't fit me in the in the tummy area or vice versa um, and that is one of the reasons one of the many reasons uh, but one of the bigger reasons why I love 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 simply be and I think that's what sets them apart I think as well from other retailers is that fit uh, it's all about comfort and style. 
So you've got beautiful clothes that are like stylish and trendy, but that also fit you perfectly. And we all know that like, if you feel good in something, you'll wear it better, won't you? Hell yeah. And for me as well, comfort is a massive thing. Like, especially when you're bigger, like I don't need to feel uncomfortable in clothes. And I must say, I do not own a Simply Be dress that isn't comfortable. I love putting on a Simply Be dress because I feel so comfortable with it. And when it comes to the fit as well, I will say that, when I order something and I order it in my size, I know it's going to fit me. And that's, a, that's, that's all we need. You know, the fit is so good that I know that my size is going to fit me and it's going to feel comfortable and it's going to look good as hell. Yeah, that consistency is there, isn't it? Which I don't think, you know, you can always sort of say when you when you sort of shop online, you have to order like multiple sizes. Um, but we Simply Be, they really, really have nailed it. Um, so yeah, massive kudos to them for that. And we've even got you a 20% off discount code for all of our fabulous listeners. So if you fancy buying something from the Simply Be website, you can use our code POD20 to get 20% off. So that's P-O-D and the numbers two and zero. <laughs> Today's guest is an absolute superstar. She is one of the OG British bloggers uh, and she makes loads of fabulous lifestyle and parenting content as well. She's got 3 million followers on Instagram. We love her. She's actually had us in stitches just doing the setup <laughs> for today's podcast. Uh, so please give a warm welcome to Louise Pentland. Louise, how are you doing? Hello. Great. Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> great to be here. Brilliant. Nailed it. Hi. <laughs> Good. Nailed it already. Good, yeah. Tell everyone about your fake tan disaster um, that you've had well, this morning, would you? I've, I've done some fake tan today, so I'm feeling like on fire because I'm looking glowing. I will just say a top tip for people though, don't bother doing your whole body if you're not going to show your whole body off. So I just do thighs down, arms, little bit of decolletage, face everywhere else is white nice um it's a treat for liam but also fake tan's <laughs> really expensive so just a little like lifesaver there just do what they can see that's a very good hat yeah, loves it right okay honestly we've got so much i'm buzzing about today genuinely but we have to start uh with the question that we ask all of our guests louise so our favorite saying on our podcast is the way you look is the least interesting thing about you so louise penland what is the most interesting thing about you God, I wish there was something interesting about me that I could share. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. She's got nothing uh, going on. <laughs> I, when I was 21, this is not the most interesting thing. I don't, I don't, I tell you what, I don't have one amazing thing about me. I've just got a series of mediocre things all conglomerated together to make one human. I don't believe that, um, but all right. <laughs> I quite like making things. Once I did a 36-week evening course in Japanese seed beading. Um <laughs> <laughs> Quite Sorry, crafty. What? Yeah, I like what making is, little things. What is okay. that? <laughs> so you know seed beads. I haven't got any to hand. I've no. only got, <laughs> no. I've only got check beads. Seed beads. Why, why are like, have you got beads to hand? Because <laughs> we're in my craft room. I've oh got loads God. of things to hand. She has a craft yeah. room, I'm dying. <laughs> um they're just little tiny beads you will have seen them on dresses and stuff sewed on but they apparently originated in japan uh, and if you get really high quality ones they're called mayuki beads um and there's lots of different stitches you can do to make different sorts of jewelry with them and i got really into that once um i feel like this is such a rubbish fact i don't know wish i prepared something really interesting about myself yeah um yeah oh actually, <laughs> no i'm joking i'm joking actually, sorry no i want to that's my second answer my first answer okay. is I can predict when people are going to die. Oh my god! Okay, do me, do me, do me and Lauren. No, 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 no. I don't want to know. No, no not like that. Just sometimes I just get a knowing that someone's going to die. So really? when I was four, I told my dad that my mum was going to die. She was, she died when I was seven. Um, I knew that Prince Philip was going to die. In fact, I put it on my personal Facebook. I said, "Pretty worried for this week." And and sometimes I can just tell when death is coming. Yeah. Oh, so crafty. That is very and interesting. Supernatural. Well, wow. I mean, what a thing to add to your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> How do we move on from I know when death is coming to and I so love like... fashion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us about body confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and I do just want to say, first of all, uh, because I feel like I'm a fangirl for everyone we talk to, but I am an OG Louise fangirl. I'm a sprinkle of glitter. I think I started following you when Darcy was like a year old. Oh, like I'm 99 OG. glitter points to you then. Yeah, yes! That's impressive. Uh, you know, the glitter points only ever do them in nines. Only ever give nine or 99. So I got 99? <laughs> Lauren's freaking out. I have no fucking clue what's going on here. 
I'm an this is it. See you later, Laura. No, we, do, we genuinely, genuinely love you. We were so, so keen to get you on the podcast. And when you said yes, we were like, no, shut up. She actually wants to come on our podcast. Wow. Um, talk us through your, like, oh, I hate using the word journey. I'm going to be sick in my mouth. But your body confidence journey, like, have you always felt comfortable in your skin? I don't think it's always kind of been that way. Like, talk us through that if you can. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a myth that I'm body confident. Um, I don't know that I've ever super shouted from the rooftops that I'm body confident. I'm just just body accepting. Um, I describe it in um, one of my books, Mum Life, if you're interested. It was out a couple of years ago. Um, shameless I, plug there. Shameless plug. That. We've got a new book coming out this <laughs> summer, though, so let's focus on that. Oh, um, what's that called? That's that, that's um, plug for it's that called well. Time After Time, and it's not about body confidence at all. It's in fact about time travel, but less on that, more on this. Um, How many times have you sang the song? Time, time after, after time. A lot. <laughs> yeah, good. So yeah, good. body confidence, this is the way I describe it. You know, when you wake up really early in the morning, feeling like P. Diddy, and you look out the window and the bin men are taking the bins and you didn't put your bin out and you're like, ah, oh, and then you go, oh, well, meh. that's how I feel about my body. Sometimes I look at it and go, oh, and then I think, oh, well. <laughs> and it's only really in very recent months that I've started to be like, that's not that bad. That's not hideous. That's okay. But it's only because of social media. And I think that um, social media has changed lately in the way we talk about body acceptance and body positivity. And I don't want to knock anybody that's ever been on a body positivity journey or has tried to promote it because bloody good for them but years ago the body positivity was sort of like um plus size women in underwear being like here I am and I'm like okay that's good but that's not touching me um which is good because I don't didn't ask for anyone to touch me lol lol, lol. um but I <laughs> like seeing plus size people just doing normal things like mm. Laura you um were on holiday recently and you just posted you on a scooter and you weren't being like look at me I'm plus size I'm in my bikini you're just like I'm on a scooter I was like oh I could probably go on a scooter then like that scooter hasn't broken she's not fallen off and died like I could go on a scooter that's the kind of stuff that I like um so I hope that by just living a normal life and showing it that's helpful to people I think people think because I'm bigger, I must be body positive. Um, and sometimes I have questions where people say, how are you, like, if I'll post an outfit picture, just not talking about body positivity, just being like, oh, I'm at this thing, smiling. People are like, how are you so body positive? I'm like, why? I, when you dig into that, they're yeah. only asking in a nice way because they want some help and that's absolutely fine. But when you dig into that, it's like, it's a shame that we see a woman who is bigger dressed and out and we assume she must she must have to have a lot of confidence to do that but really it should just be yeah. like oh you're out that's nice yeah or oh, people call me brave a lot and it's like oh sorry am i i'm why am i brave i'm just existing like yeah, i don't I really existing. and it, i totally get it. it's from a nice it um, is and so i don't you know, want to like say i don't nice... want to cut people down for Same. it because people are being nice Absolutely. but when you dig into it yeah. it's because we've all been taught wow well somebody who's fat and is out god so confident so brave it's like they've just existed exactly yeah and that's the same with like when you get accused i don't know if you get this so much but i get accused all the time of promoting obesity and promoting an unhealthy lifestyle and it really really pisses me off because like i'm literally just existing and people just seem to just have an issue with that sometimes i think the like abuse and the negativity i get is from other plus size women because they're like i'm not confident how can you be so confident like almost like not how dare you but like they're mystified by like how can you be that confident? And the thing is, I think that like you've really kind of opened my eyes there actually in what you've just said, because I think you can be a confident person and not necessarily body confident. Like I look in the mirror and I go like, gross, like, or eh, whatever. Like, and that for me is like that whole like body neutrality acceptance thing that I've been leaning into. So you've got two young girls. Does it worry you about kind of like raising like body confident kids? Like, do you think it's different from when like you grew up? Like, talk us through kind of like the challenges of raising it, especially because I know that Dark, well, both of them actually, but Darcy in particular is ballet queen. And that world, like it would scare me a bit if I was a parent, I'll be honest with you. Like, does it worry you? Um, so that's a really good question. Um, it doesn't worry me, but I am aware of it. So if I go back to when I was younger, 
I was a chubby kid and um I say chubby not really like if I saw me now as a mum I wouldn't be like god that kid's huge I'd just be like oh lovely bit of puppy fat um but my stepmom would berate me all the time for being fat so I'd be called fat a lot I was really really made to be very aware of my weight and as I got older I put weight on to cope with some of the traumatic things that happened in my childhood um and then my dad would make comments here and there and he would say that they were from a place of love and I'm just worried about you I'm concerned about your health here's an example that our family all laughs at now it's such a hilarious story once in Northampton and it must have been around 2000 or 2001 you can look it up there was a small earthquake now I was upstairs in my bedroom when the small earthquake happened and obviously in Northampton the middle of England you don't expect there to be a lot of earthquakes like my wardrobe doors went and my dad came running upstairs and said what happened I said I don't know and I didn't automatically think it's an earthquake because why would I and he was like did you fall and I was like oh, God. no <laughs> No. Anyway, <laughs> later we heard on the news. There'd been an earthquake and Dad was like, Blimey, I thought you'd just fallen over. And I was like, oh, I made the whole house shake. Make the foundations of the building shake. So, oh my god. <laughs> So it's really been drilled into me that I'm... Fun. You have the ability to make the foundations of a house shake. Yeah, and we lived in a massive house when I was a kid. So um, there's no doubt in my mind that the, the parents in my life thought I was big. So um, it's really important in my mind to not use those sorts of words around my children. Um, if ever I have to weigh them for anything, which I rarely have to weigh them for anything, but if I did, I go, oh, just right. I don't even say the numbers. They say, how much do I weigh? And I say, oh, you weigh just right. And then they get off. Um, or that. if I weigh myself in front of them, I'll just be careful to go, oh, yeah, just right. Oh, that's so Darcy's nice. a little bit more aware of it than Pearl because Pearlie's only four, so she's just blissfully ignorant of everything she's just running around happy as larry um darcy has had a few children in her school say your mum is really fat and darcy came home and was like oh such and such said you're really fat and i was like well i am a bit fatter than them aren't i and i just take the sting out of the word fat because it is just a describing word so i just say yes i am a bit bigger than their mum and then i don't say anything i don't say and that's nice or that's bad i just say it like yes my hair is a bit lighter yes I'm a bit bigger you know um and so she's come to we've talked about that and she's come to accept that that's fine I think it's also just takes the power away from people that want to use that I've been online for 12 years I've had just about every insult you can have because that's unfortunately the nature of the beast and you know it never ever upsets me when people say oh you're so fat because they're just like oh okay yeah okay Right, Laura, the sun is out. The days are getting longer. When am I coming round so we can become classy wine ladies? Well, speak for yourself, Smithy, because I'm already a classy wine lady and spend most of my days day drinking in the garden. No, I don't really. I'm joking. Uh, all right. So you're already a classy wine lady, but I'm, I want to know a little bit more about wine. So this is why we're partnering with Wine 52. Yes. So if you're not sure where to start with wine or you just want to try something new, Wine 52 is perfect. Uh, and if you use code LOVE, you can get a free case of three wines and all you have to pay for is the £5.95 postage fee. So Wine 52 is a wine discovery club that focuses on a different region every month and their wine experts handpick three wines from the best independent wineries to send to their members. And this month's pick is the Puglia region of Italy. I'm so hoping I didn't butcher that. <laughs> and you can even customise it and pick whether you want white, red or a mixture. And I know you love this, Lauren. You actually get two snacks to go with your wines <laughs> and their magazine, Glug. Such a great Best name. name. said it before, Best say it again. Uh, which tells you all about the wine, the winemakers and the region as well. So if you'd like to try it out, head to wine52.com forward slash love to get a free case of wine that normally costs £32. So that is W-I-N-E, the numbers 52.com forward slash love, L-O-V-E, to get your free case of wine. <laughs> I've, I've talked about this before, but why are clothing brands not just making things for us that are the same and the same amount, please? And those things make me think, oh, it's because I 
I'm not good enough. And for so many years, until this year, I thought, well, of course they're not. Of course they're not, because I'm fat. So why would they want me to promote their clothes? Because I'm fat, aka because I'm bad, because I'm not good enough, because I'm not nice enough to wear this brand's clothing. I mean, some brands don't even carry any plus size things. Um, I would really like to own a Chanel jacket. I'd like to own Chanel anything. Um, and I haven't checked. I should probably go and check now, just go and see if they do a quick size 22 jacket. Um, but I just don't think they do. And it makes me really sad. I bought a Gucci belt last year and I was so happy. I was like, oh my God, I bought something. And I was like, no, I shouldn't be this happy that I have managed to buy a thing that's not a handbag from a designer company. I should just be able to buy anything that I like. Uh, it upsets me. Um, it upsets me almost as much as clothes with the perfume bottle on that say more. No offence to anybody that is wearing that t-shirt. Good for you <laughs> if you like it. Um, it's just that you don't see it in the regular sizes. This is what yes. gets me. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem with butterflies, really. They're quite a nice animal. And if butterflies were across <laughs> all of the, you know, the size 12 things, fine. But why only on the plus size? Like, oh, they're fat, so they yeah. must love no, butterflies. butterflies. <laughs> love the butterflies. <laughs> well, like, what happens? Like, you just tip the scales over a certain point. All of a sudden, you're like, oh... I wish I had more butterflies on my clothes. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, it does. It frustrates me so much as well. Like, I just want to wear the exact same thing as everyone else. Like, why is that so hard? And I was like you. Like, I used to think, well, of course I can't buy clothes because I'm fat. And, you know, that's that's my fault. I'm a, like, I'm a monster. And I used to just, like, I used to go shopping. And I still do go shopping. Like, go what, shopping with my friend. What, out and about? You go physically shopping into shops? That really right. So my friend Heather will always be like, do you want to go shopping? Do you want to go to Bluetooth? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay. And then I end up just looking at the makeup and the bags and I get relegated to the accessories. And like, same as you, I was on holiday. My sunglasses broke and I was like, I need some sunglasses. I only bought one pair with me. And I went into like the shop and they were like designer sunglasses and I bought some Gucci ones. And I was like, so excited because I was like, oh my God, I've got something designer. And then I was like, no, like you do exactly what yeah. you said. I was like, this isn't right. And I've just paid way over the odds for them as well. But anyway, that's another point. <laughs> um, but I just want to feel included. And I think fashion for too long has been focused on like exclusivity rather than inclusivity. I really hope that changes because I'm, I, I now don't think it is okay that I can't shop on the high street. Like we are all told that the high street is dying, that like, like online is, you know, where it's at. Like, why can't I go and shop on the high street? Like I'm not a monster. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm a bit fat, but the average woman is a size 16. And actually, I really actually think it will be hard for anyone who is above an 18 to shop on, on, on the high street. Do you? Yes, I do. I put this on my Instagram recently and I had, um, a girl that works for a large retailer, um, I won't name them. And she said when they did put plus sizes out in store, they didn't have a lot of sales from them. So they deduced from that, oh, they just don't sell well. And I wondered if it's because we're so conditioned now to not even bother looking. Yeah. But I thought, imagine if the big brands had a big campaign and they were like, we, you know, size inclusive, sizes mm. six to whatever they go to, um, and really made it well known. I would love, I would love to go yeah. shopping and try things on. I would love that. And support them. Like, that's the thing. Like, I would happily give, like, and I am happy to give brands my money that are inclusive. Mm. Um, and don't get me started on, like, how fucked up sizes are, like, how I can be, like, a size 24 in one shop and a 13 another like I don't that really I doesn't bother me anymore genuinely because like you were saying about the girls and weighing them and whatever it's just a number like it doesn't really bother me but Laura five years ago would have been absolutely mortified to be in a size 30 dress it's so deeply ingrained isn't it because I almost think my size is my identity and I look back at times in my life and I'm like oh that's when I was an 18 oh that's when yeah. I was 20 that was yeah. when I was 16 instead of oh that was yeah that was a happy time or a sad time yeah yeah it's interesting what I was saying before about looking back at photos and thinking like oh I wish I was as fat now as I thought I was then <laughs> yeah um I did that recently I, I don't know what it was like, for some magazine article or something and they were like can we have some pictures of you as a kid and I was sat there looking through these photos in like floods of tears going my whole childhood and teenage years I hated myself like actively hated myself and I felt like such an outcast and a misfit and an outsider because I thought I was this, I thought I was a monster, literally. And I looked at these photos and I was like, I was just a bit chubby. Like, I literally was just a bit chubby. And like the things that like my, 
my parents said to me like I literally just think oh and again like you said it all came from a good place a place of love I don't think that there was as much awareness then as there was now about how to talk to kids yeah and I don't think people realized the impact that it had but um I do it does make me sad like just to think all those years I like wasted and I think that's why when people say to me now like how are you so body confident and it's like because I for me I just think I just wasted so much of my life hating myself that I just don't want to do that anymore and it's not about being proud to be obese and like obesity like you know I'm not a champion going around to people going eat 10 pizzas a day and be fabulous it's just like saying do you know what like I could be dead tomorrow and I refuse to go out hating myself I'm not going to do that anymore let's not do that yes I think like that's kind of where I am in the wasted time but not quite it's um my mum was 37 when she died from cancer I'm 37 now and I always think you never know how much time you've got except I do because I can predict the deaths um (laughs) and I just don't want to waste time I don't and why should I why should I have to be like oh I can't do it because I'm fat I just want to live my life. I want to wear nice dresses. I want to go to things. I want to go on holidays with my children. Just want to have a nice time. It's not. It's not yeah. as deep as I That's think people it. That's think. That's all we want. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Just want to just exist. <laughs> and the more like I always kind of like want in like ten years time this podcast to not even be a thing. Like that we're not even talking about it. That we're all just existing and it's not even like we don't even have to kind of talk about it but we've had such a big response to this podcast of people saying like oh my god I thought I was so alone in how I felt and my feelings about myself and about other people's opinions of me and it turns out like you know they're not alone and I think this like I'm really pleased to say this I think this podcast is genuinely helping people I hope we get to a point where this podcast and other podcasts like this are not needed I hope people look back on this podcast and like God, can you believe they had to have those conversations? How yeah. how amazing is that? Yeah. Like, I remember vividly when I was little, my parents' friend came out as gay and everybody had such a lot of opinions. And when I was little, I was hearing all these conversations that you would never hear now. And I sometimes say, like, can you believe that everyone was saying that? They would never say that now. And I hope that people listen back to this and like, can you believe that? But they ha- that they had to say, hi, I'm fat, I just want to live my life. Rather yeah, than, yeah. 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 Oh. And also like, sure. oh, this would be a dream. Can you believe that they couldn't, people like, you know, couldn't shop on the high street if they were above a size 16? Like, can you believe that? Oh my God, now we've got up to size 36 in store, in multiple stores. I'm just going to manifest that shit. Just, that's just a dream. <laughs> put it out there, put it out there. <laughs> um, I want to talk about as well, so we've touched on it a little bit, but a little bit more um, about the impact that words have on children. So both of you... Um, and I'm loving this as well. I'm looking at my screen and you're both beautiful blonde babes and you just look, and it's really nice. Like I'm on the, and then you're just like living your best lives. But both of you have similar experiences and you are not alone. The amount of comments and messages we've had on the group, on our Facebook group and stuff of people who had these horrible comments when they were kids and that shit stings, whether that's from parents, family members, other kids, stuff like that. Um, so what I think we need to do is, is is kind of educating our generation here. And this is what's happening. And I think, Louise, I, I, I'm not saying this just to be nice, although I am being very nice, but like genuinely is raising the next generation with this mindset of, hey, it just doesn't matter because we've seen the damage that it can do when you say these horrible things to children or they're hearing, you know, even, you know, my mum and stuff, knowing she was always on a diet all the time and, and eating that food was bad and that food was good and that kind of thing. Or the so, people that say, no, I can't have that. I'm being good. I'm being good. That is such a trigger for me. Like, you're not a good or bad person. Food has no moral value. Thank you, the end. Carry on, Lauren. Sorry. No, no, but I hear, do you know what? I hear it all the time and I have to be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, literally that. <laughs> any any tips for parents or to be parents or just people in general of how to talk around children about bodies and being yourself? So sometimes I'll have days where they've had lots of sweets, lots of sugar, lots of bad food um (laughs) but i'll never say to them we've had too much bad food today tomorrow we're only gonna have good food you've got to use language like right tomorrow or all of half term we're gonna have a healthy week we're gonna make healthy choices um we're not gonna have too much and i just say what the food is say we're not gonna have too much sugary food we're not going to have too much processed food we're Mm. going to have 
this or we're going to have that instead of instead of attaching emotions you know so i don't say oh mm. we're not going to have naughty food and yeah. i try not to use the word treats but i do a lot pearl will say can i have a treat and i'll say do you want an apple <laughs> she's like no I want <laughs> what I'm a like, treat <laughs> yeah but i i wanted to not attach the word treat to sweet foods because then it's right and all but unfortunately i i have and also everybody around you does so yes yeah it is hard i definitely grew up with like food was like a reward and a punishment like you've been good have a treat yeah like or let's go for a meal you've been bad you're not having pudding or whatever like that um it was always the pudding uh, wasn't it you can't have it when you've been bad that doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. <laughs> I think it's because I'm such a re- rebel. So if like you tell me I can't do something, I want to do it. So I think maybe that's why I've got food issues. I don't <laughs> like you said, Louise. My food issues are very long, complex, and boring, um, and probably stemmed from many daddy issues in childhood. But anyway, we move. Um, <laughs> but can I just say that that's another reason why I think there needs to be a little bit more compassion in the world because. 99 this is not an actual fact i've just made this 99 percent of people aren't just bigger because all of a sudden they've just become greedy gobble gannets it's because they have had a life a whole journey don't be sick in your mouth a whole journey that's led them to this point um and and often people don't know i have only in the last couple of years started talking about it i was abused as a child by a woman that came into my life and food was really heavily controlled and um it was all very confusing because abusers are complex confusing people themselves but sometimes I wouldn't be allowed to have food for long periods of time which would then make me overeat in like fear that there wasn't going to be more food um sometimes I'd be punished for having food that I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to have like cereal was weird in our house like there were certain cereals you were and weren't allowed to have and that those rules changed regularly so there'd be like very severe punishments for eating the wrong cereal and so now instinctively I get quite um, protective over food um so now I find myself kind of almost hoarding food so I'll have to have my box in the kitchen that's like my things there and nobody can touch those because it's just so fucked up when I really start thinking about it which I don't do a lot but when someone says oh you're so fat I think you have no idea how and why I'm so fat so how dare you come to me you wouldn't go to someone who was the victim of some other sort of abuse and be like oh you're so this if you knew so I think Mm. that there also needs to be another layer of compassion for that and I know there'll be a lot of people listening to this are like we're just concerned for your health so (laughs) many people that I'm just it's not because I'm rude it's because I'm concerned for your health I'm like but be concerned for my brain as well as like my liver my arteries A person's health, I think, is between them and the doctor and, like, no one else's. And even if it comes from a place of love, like, just don't fucking say it. Like, we don't need your opinions. We probably, chances are, we're already aware of the fact that we may not be that healthy um, or we're not making the healthiest choices. Like, I, you know, stand here and I go, I'm never going to go on a diet again because I know that diets don't work. But I would love to be able to have a healthy relationship with food because and exercise because I've always, like, had these kind of, like, weird food issues as well. Like, for me, secret eating is a big thing and um i used to like store food away in like my under my bed and stuff and then like even now i would prefer to eat things in private in secret than in front of my husband and it's weird like i know that's weird but that's just But also both of you saying both of those things no fucking wonder that that's your relationship with food and i and this goes to anyone else listening to this podcast when you've grown up with those two situations that you were talking about, no fucking wonder. No one just wakes up one day and goes, you know what? I'm um, I'm a really <laughs> healthy, fit person, but today I am just going to go absolutely wild. I'm just going to eat loads and loads and loads and loads of pizza and be really fat. Yeah. No, no, that's Great, not can't wait. for anybody. <laughs> yeah. There's so many different reasons. There's trauma or people's financial situation or yeah. maybe people have not been educated on what's healthy. I I said to Liam the other day, I was like, no one has ever told me about what's in food or taught me to cook because mum died. Dad was like a very classic male figure. Mm. Um, I was like, I'm going to like go online and teach myself a bit more about that. Like, thank goodness we have the internet now. But Mm. yeah, you're right. Like nobody just wakes up and is like, I'm going to choose just to be fat for lols. I want to be limited in all of my clothing options. I want all (laughs) chairs to feel a little bit uncomfortable. I want to have to turn a bit sideways when I go down like um, aeroplane walkways. Yeah, the train! Um, 
I want to buy wide fit shoes because I like them more. Um, and yeah, I I I want to feel uncomfortable on the train next to someone because I might be touching their thigh a little bit. I want yeah. that. That's what yeah. I want. It's just so good. Goals. 24/7. Manifest it. <laughs> Putting it on my vision board. Oh, yes, yeah. and I think I oh, will. We'll go out and we'll hand out some leaflets as well, promoting it. <laughs> Laura, you don't need to promote it with leaflets. You're already promoting it online by existing, aren't you? Did you not recently go on holiday? We all know that that was propaganda. <laughs> you want other people to be unhealthy. It was, it don't was a lie. PR stunt. Yeah, it yeah. was. She's got me, everyone. It's worth mentioning as well. I'm, I'm speaking just for the three of us, but I think for the majority of overweight people, we're not stupid. We're, it's not like we, we haven't noticed so when people say I'm just worried about your health, I think, no, you're not. I'm worried about my health. You worry about your health. Laura, you know how much I love a bit of HelloFresh, but listen to what I just ordered. I'm so excited for it. Um, a cheesy, melt-in-the-middle burger. I love all of those words. You have me at cheese. Um <laughs> <laughs> what also, I do like to have when I bite in is just a bunch of cheese. I'm so hungry. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it sounds so good. I literally love it. And I wouldn't have made that had I not have ordered HelloFresh. So I'm very excited for all the cheese. Oh, they do the most amazing. Like, I definitely really rate the quality of HelloFresh stuff. Like I've never been disappointed by a meal. And I'm a foodie. I'm a food snob, as you know. So... For me to say that, I think is pretty epic. Yeah, we rave about HelloFresh all the time, but if you haven't heard about them, they are the UK's number one recipe box kit and they make cooking fresh, delish food so much more convenient because they send you exactly what you need, plus the instructions. So if you want to try HelloFresh, you can use our code LOVEYOURSELF for 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three boxes. That's code LOVEYOURSELF, all one word, for 50% off your first box. One of them, my followers, um, I shared something the other day about food being good and bad and about like how we talk about it around children and stuff. And she, she shared something with me, which I've, has really stuck with me. She said that she teaches her kids that some food is good for our hearts and like our livers and our oh. lungs and our bodies. And some food is good for the soul. That's and so I thought, nice. How nice, like how nice is that? It's such a good way to look at it in that like, again, kind of, because I think that's that's so true, isn't it? I think food is a big part of life and food is there to be enjoyed. Like I literally wake up and I'm like, oh, what am I having for dinner tonight? It's such a big part of, of and, and not just when you're bigger. I think like for lots of people, it, it, it is. It's just about kind of, I don't know. I do hate it when people say, I heard Lorraine say this on Lorraine. <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> About, oh, everything in moderation. And that's another term, like a, I hate to say, like a, not like a mum term, like a bit of an old fashioned term, I think. But it is, there is truth in that, isn't there? Of like, how do you find that balance between kind of like enjoying food and then not, I would almost call my relationship with food almost like abusing it, really. Because I, yeah. I like... It's I have to say I'm with Lorraine healthy. on that, with the everything in moderation. I think that's that's a good phrase because it, f- it seems like she's saying, you know, if you want to have some chocolate, have some chocolate, but in moderation. Um, is that is that one of the bad phrases? I thought this was a good. Is one. it kind of like because it feels like it's regulating your food intake? Like it's, yeah. it's te- you know, it's another way of saying you can have this, but you can't have this, and. I feel like everything in moderation is very, it feels very slimming clubs to me. feels very slimming clubs. Yeah, like a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips, like those kind of things. And it's not like that. And I think you're right. Fundamentally, it is right. Factually, it is true. But then also, if I was to eat a big bar of chocolate, then I'm like, again, I feel like a bad person because I'm like, oh, everything in moderation, Laura. Like, do you know what I mean? It just feels like something that my mum would have said to me like 10 years ago and like I don't know maybe it's just me being sensitive but yeah I think she definitely has a point it's just the phrase maybe I don't love but it's so it's just interesting isn't it it's like the word fat some people find it so offensive and they hate it it's just like I think with weight weight stigma and how we describe ourselves and our bodies and diet talk it is it's very personal it's very very sensitive isn't it and it's individual yeah We've only just scratched the surface on this and we're already getting ourselves in knots because we all feel yeah. quite differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though we all have the same thing, which is we are all plus size, we've mm. all got there different ways and for different reasons. And we have all have different sensitive spots. Like something that for me, I'm like, oh, that's absolutely fine. For you, Laura, it may, brings up a lot of emotions in you and there'll be vice versa and there'll be things for Lauren that really get mm. to Lauren. 
isn't that so interesting like, so much psychology there of how mm. how yeah. this journey which i know you love so much <laughs> took place and all the things that have happened yeah. on it so it's literally so excuse the pun but i think all of this like everything we talk about body confidence body neutrality you know relationship with food it's not a one size fits all situation <laughs> right that that phrase can go in the bin <laughs> Yeah. Can I can I give you one more thing that I often think if I want to feel a bit confident at something? Yes, please. It's just a tip. So at the moment, sometimes I don't feel confident, but that's because of the society and the world I live in. And I mm. think back to those olden days where you see all those Renaissance paintings of like really curvy, <laughs> like okay. chubsy girls with like little bellies and like big thighs and big boobies. And they were like revered as like the most beautiful. They were painted, they were sought after, they're lusted after. And I think, yeah, I'm just one of those babes. Just one of those. Just not babes. in the right time. Just hanging out with your tits out on the sofa. Like that's what we're yeah. when can we get back to that? When's that coming back in fashion? Yeah, of us exactly. like naked so babes. Sometimes when I'm walking around, I'm like, God, I look so massive. I just think, no, I don't, I'm just in the wrong time. Just one of those Renaissance girls. Just about 300 period. years, yeah, too late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. We're all just Renaissance babes. Yeah, that's honest, honestly, that's something I think in my head. Um, there's three things I think every time I feel a bit worried. Um, two of them don't relate to size at all, but one of them is just one of those Renaissance babes. <laughs> oh my God, we need to get a painting of a Renaissance babe with your face on it. <laughs> yeah. I want to Photoshop your face on Someone's one of those Someone's got to get you that for a birthday present or something like that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. We should definitely do that. I do wonder though, like you, what you were saying about what other people think of you. Like I, I saw that you had shared on Instagram recently that you'd only just discovered about fat phobia and yeah. that it was a thing. Tell yeah. us about that, because like I, yeah, I mean, obviously it's just it's just a term, but you, yeah, you'd only recently kind of come to know about it. Is that right? Yeah, and I still don't know a whole lot about it. I've just heard it here and there. So I think I heard it and thought, what the hell is fat phobia? And I was like, no one's fat phobic. This is insane. And I actually thought that when I first heard it, I thought it was one of these like new age oh there's a thing for everything now and I was like oh for goodness sake because it is so ingrained in my brain that fat is bad it's my fault I've got myself here this is what I deserve um perhaps if I'd have worked harder been better been less greedy had more self-discipline then perhaps I wouldn't be fat Mm, that's fat that's like fat phobia isn't it because I thought I thought oh of course we've got a word for it now and then the more I thought about it I was like hang on a minute it's everything, isn't it? It's the fact that I can't go into a shop. It's the fact that people don't value me as highly and because they look at my weight. It's the fact that, um, isn't there a statistic about people think that bigger people are lazier than mm-hmm. smaller people? Yeah. I'm not a lazy person. I'm busy all the time. I'm a go-getter. I'm always doing things. But I, I was like, well, of course people think I'm lazy because I'm fat. So I must be lazy. Like... And it really gave me such a lovely feeling of, oh, I'm not hideous. I'm not disgusting. I'm not those things. I'm just as good as anybody else. But the physical flesh on my body is more. There's just more of it. And that's it. It's just flesh. I call my arms and legs my meat sticks. Um, and my meat <laughs> sticks are just more meaty. We call that two very different things. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we... <laughs> Um, it brought up like a lot of feelings of uh, shame, actually, that all this time I'd felt so ashamed, like very deep down, because like you said, I present as quite confident, I go to events, I wear nice dresses, I make videos on the internet. Um, but sometimes I have these like very overwhelming feelings of how have I let myself get this way? Like, like this way is repulsive. Um, I'm going off on a tangent, but I was meant to go to um the pride of britain awards in october and i tried on some dresses um and they didn't look right on me and i thought how have i let myself get this way but when i tried on those really really glitzy amazing dresses i just felt very ashamed and the dresses were a size 20 because the store didn't go bigger than that and i'm a 22 and i was like how disgusting am i because two years ago i would have fit in a size 20 i've I've done this i have allowed this to happen like and I, I cried just to then thought, oh, I'm disgusting. And I never feel like that. And then I was so cross at myself mm. for allowing myself to feel that way. 
such a lot of like I, I just to your listeners i'm aware that i'm coming across as like very incoherent inco- inco- and just like blah, 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 blah. but it's because i've never really talked about this at length so now you're just scratching the surface and getting a lot of like i've got a, like doo, 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 all these little thoughts in my head and, like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and i'm perhaps not putting my best foot forward here in this podcast i've just got such a lot of feelings no, no but you, you make are. sense it's, it's being it's about honesty isn't it and like we've spoken about before like some, we don't always look in the, like I look in the mirror sometimes and I'm like repulsed by what I see and I will cry about it or I'll see myself in a picture and I'm going oh my god how have I let myself get like that I think it is normal um do you ever but, look at yourself though and think oh, I look really nice yeah do you know what I do yeah, only I do. recently yeah and like I find that hard to say because I feel like we're not allowed allowed to say that as women as british people as well we're not very good at blowing our own trumpets but especially as women um but no i do like i like i can even remember like i talk about you know growing up fat and feeling insecure but i remember being 15 right and 15 stone and looking in the mirror going no do you know what actually i look really nice today i actually don't mind how i look like in my school uniform and like i remember watching rupaul's drag race the last season and kitty scott claus was on it we need to get her on the podcast Laura. yes and <laughs> they said about body confidence and they said oh, have you they, they were making jokes about her being like the fat one and stuff and then they were talking about body confidence and they were like have you always you know been body confident she was like why wouldn't yeah why wouldn't i be like do you just assume that because i'm bigger i wouldn't i would have like i've struggled and i've hated myself she was like no she was like i just think i'm fabulous and i was like fucking yes we need more of that we need more like lizzo's of the world yes we love lizzo who is a bigger woman and isn't even trying to hide it no she's not going on the red carpet in a long floral maxi dress which is what i do all the time oh, me, like, me oh, too babes maxi <laughs> dress that will hide everything dresses. she's like I'm wearing a corset and playing the flute <laughs> <laughs> imagine yeah. growing Great. up with Lizzo on your screens and Lizzo will now you know encourage more women who look like her to get into whatever industry they want and you know in the next five years we're going to see Lizzo's everywhere right it's going to be awesome imagine growing up with that but it does it does have an effect seeing that it really does I oh, went massively. to the Downton Abbey premiere a couple of weeks ago. Oh my God, what and a name drop. I'm so jealous. You don't me, Downton <laughs> premiere, red carpet, that's I'm me. so jealous. Um, and I wore this really, really beautiful dress and it was gorgeous. It was this like lilac dress with sequins all over. And typically I wouldn't have worn it because if anybody can be bothered, if you look at the photos, you can see the, I call it like the smile line of your stomach, you know, because my stomach is like, Ghibli, and you can see like the I can't even I don't know how to describe this. You know Fo- what I mean? Isn't that the fupa. That's the fupa. What's fupa? Yeah. Fat upper pussy area. Oh yum. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. Does it no was my one stomach. know what fupa stands for? Is it just me? <laughs> didn't know earlier. So like, where your belly hangs over and you get like a you're the roll. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. the fupa. Yeah, yeah. So you could see that. Yeah, but that's not my fanny. That's my stomach. No, my fanny I know. It's not your fanny, but it's above your fanny. <laughs> if you can see my fanny through my clothes, I've got some problems. Anyway, <laughs> and also a picture from behind, you can see like a bra roll at the back. And normally it would have been like, oh my God, I need to, like, I'm never going to show these photos uh, or I'll put like the thickest filter on ever. So it kind of blurs that line. And then I was like, actually, it's all right. It is just my body it's fine it's yeah. not i'm not saying oh that's really beautiful but i'm also not saying it's hideous i'm just saying it's just my body a bit like i've got two hands and two feet i Good. also just have that part of my stomach and it really honestly hasn't bothered me i've been aware of it but not upset by it and i can't tell you how many photos i've looked at and thought can't use that can't use that can't use that see a bit of a roll here a line there mm. um and it's because of people like lizzo who are just wearing normal people clothes i say normal i'm not sure really that the corset <laughs> with the flute was normal but you know they're wearing no. like when you see plus size girls wearing trousers i'm like oh yes. look at that i can see and tucking in a tucking t-shirt in. i couldn't tuck Sorry, in well. what i know i've never tucked in tuck in i did it i did it a few weeks ago and i've never felt so free i felt like a new woman really? felt like i was fucking flying yeah i just tucked Honestly, it in and i went out i would love and took my daughter to dance and do you know what happened absolutely nothing <laughs> it was incredible not a single person vomited on their own laps 
Wow. I reckon the most ultimate iconic moment for me and Laura would be to go out with like the trousers with the tucked in. At some point, Laura, we've got to make this our mission to do that. Okay. Yeah, look at her face. Okay, okay. <laughs> and yeah. no one will no, die. I, to, I do want to push myself out of my comfort zone a bit. And it's interesting what you said about Lizzo because when I am genuinely, when I am feeling like a bit shit about myself, I do literally think, what would Lizzo do? You never even have those, what would Jesus do? Um, bands we need to get yeah. those ones but with what would Lizzo do and um she does like definitely do that for me but I I'm always if I wear jeans which is very rare some people have asked me as well like if I'm pregnant so that's why I, I tend to wear dresses just because I know genuinely I do just feel good in dresses and I love wearing dresses yeah but also I think it is a fear as well of wearing yes. trousers and having my belly or my fupa out so I'm going to try that. We should try that. At some point, more. that should just be like the ultimate body confidence goal for both of us. Because that fills me Do with it. dread at the minute. A couple okay. of times, and this is really where I'm just going to get absolutely going wild now. Once I tucked in a t-shirt to some shorts and I actually thought I looked all right. I actually thought this looks, dare I say it, Nice. <laughs> she leaned into the mic guys that really made me laugh yeah. <laughs> it looks <Yeah>. nice nice <laughs> because it yeah. does because that's your body I'm sure you did yeah I actually I think I've come to the point of like body acceptance and just like I am bigger and like yes maybe I'd love to have a healthy relationship with you blah 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 but then I look at you Louise and I'm like oh I'd love to look like her I'd love to be that size yeah I do I think it's all relative isn't it and I'm sure there are people that like would maybe look at me or Lauren and say the same thing. Like it's literally all relative, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah. It is. I look back at my old photos sometimes and think, oh, I remember that when I could see my jaw. That was nice. <laughs> oh, long live the uh, jaw. Like, who remembers oh, the jawline, guys? <laughs> I don't, I've never really had one, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Louise, we've had the best time with you. I literally feel like we're all the same person. I think we need like six hours we need to do like I was just thinking that it doesn't feel long to enough come my house come over and we'll have a whole weekend really really just no I really mean it really we love you so much that was honestly like brilliant thank you so so much for coming on I've had a wonderful time thank you so much for having me um, and I look forward to all your next episodes okay so the thing that gets me the most with this show and we all know it is when people message us saying that the podcast has made them change the way that they think or the way they talk to others and I mostly spend my time in, my, in our DMs crying, I won't lie, but this message really got me. Are you ready, Laura? I'm ready. So our lovely listener said, I wanted you to know what an impact you've had on me. You're seriously helping me grow in confidence and how to feel the fear and do it anyway. I'm a teacher and head of PSHE at a large secondary school and I've completely reworked our curriculum on healthy lifestyles. Oh my God, oh my God. I've taken out the weight aspect and in our mental health curriculum, I go in on diet culture and influencers. Oh, this is so amazing. And then she finishes off, I'm working hard to create a more inclusive curriculum, the curriculum I wish I had when I was 13 and fucking hating on myself every single day. Oh, oh wow. Laura. That's amazing, isn't it? Be right back, just changing the world, mum. Um, yeah, <laughs> BRB. God, it really does mean like so much. Like, I know it sounds like cheesy and cliche, but like reading the messages, it makes it all worth it for us, doesn't it? That's why we're doing it. A hundred percent. And I've said in, in a lot of messages recently when um, oh, just amazing people message and I'm like, you know, if we could help one person, that's what we talked about all those weeks ago when we started this podcast. Like, if we can help one person feel a bit better about themselves and we've done a good job and we're doing so much more than that. And the fact that we're having any kind of impact on somebody who's in a position of power to change things like a school curriculum. I cannot, I have lost the ability to even again. Like that's just amazing. It makes my heart sing. It really does. We appreciate you so, so much and all of your wonderful messages. This is why we're doing it. um, And we're so glad that it is making a difference. So thank you so, so much uh, as always. And we will see you all next week. That was Go Love Yourself brought to you by Simply Be. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.